0: How's it going, everyone? Jeff Johnson from the Gazette with my cohort here, Jeff Linder. We are uh, going to give you another tremendous edition of the Prep Huddle, Prep Pod, Football Podcast. We are Sands, one member of our trio. Uh, K.J. Pilcher is uh, unavailable today. So it's just Jeff and I. Jeff's going to have to carry us as usual. So um, <laughs> what do you got, uh, we are what past halfway point past the regular season, Jeff. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable week six. Yep. And we had our first uh district games last week for the bigger classes. Um anything you know, anything kind of catch your, your eye last week on, on the old scoreboard?
1: Well, I was at uh I was at Kingston. Um, you know, normally a – a wash win over jeff wouldn't raise any eyebrows but uh, uh this one kind of did um I, I would say washington had a little more speed on the outside and uh um just uh you know they were the better team friday night 21-13 over jefferson um and as a result with that and three other area teams getting beat uh, we're down to we're down to 3 unbeatens left in the whole area uh we got williamsburg we've got regina we've got williams uh let's see williamsburg regina who am i missing help 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 uh, lisbon.
0: Gina- lisbon. Uh, lisbon
1: yeah that's it so <laughs> uh you know we're still you know barely over halfway through the season and just about everybody's got a got a defeat
0: do you like parody like this
1: love it I hate yeah. it when I'm trying to put together a, a ballot every Saturday morning. But uh Yeah. I I, I like uh going into the week, week not knowing, you know, you know, how how everything's gonna shake out. And uh you know, another thing that uh you know caught my eye was, you know, just another week in in class A district three or four, or whatever it is, uh with uh with East Buchanan beating the rain and beating North Lynn handily and uh you know, trying to put together a pecking order with, uh, with those five teams with East Buck and, uh, Northland, Starmont, Mac Valley, Bellevue, I think are the five. So, uh, you know, it'll sort itself out. Um, and we'll see where that takes us. How about you? What, uh, what really, uh, shook your world this week?
0: Well, um, MFL, you know MFL losing uh was was significant to me um that's such a good district those 14. Yeah. um you know there uh you know Washington did surprise me Jeff I I gotta be honest I I thought maybe this would be the year Jefferson might get him and um you know it'll be interesting to see now uh as we're taping this on Thursday uh Jefferson has a game tonight at Kingston stadium and a big one against Iowa city West. So yeah. how, do, how do they re- rebound out of the Jayhawks rebound from, um, you know, from a loss, you know, yeah. all, the, all the plaudits that everybody was, was giving them and, and rightfully so. And, uh, you know, Washington, you know, kind of jumped up and bit them. How, how do you react to, to that after, after you've had some, uh, you know, had a, had a setback, had some adversity. So, um, I was at Iowa City last week, and and Kennedy was was tremendous, sixty one to, to thirty four over over city high, and just ran the ball at will uh, on the Little Hawks, and a couple of hundred yard rushers. I mean, just uh, could not be stopped. And Kennedy looks like it's really rounding into form. I think Jeff as, uh you know, as we hit the, the the last what third of the of the regular season, so. Uh I think that's a really good football team, obviously. Um what else kind of stood out? Boy, I tell you. Um just kind of scrolling through the through the scores here, I guess. Um that's a nice win for Prairie, right? Yeah. 38-30 over, over Iowa City Liberty. I think those were two pretty pretty evenly matched teams. And and that's a big win. Uh, start out district play for, for Prairie when it comes down to it. So, um, we had, what did we have? We have, uh, uh, the first RPI you said is coming out from the Iowa high school athletic association next week, correct?
1: Next week. Yep. I, I did the, uh, I crunched the numbers unofficially, um, posted them online. um, Prairie is uh, has jumped up to n- number six. Kennedy's number seven. Uh, Jeff went from four to twelve with that loss to uh, to Cedar Rapids Wash. Um, you know, on the other side of the other side of the uh, fence, there I guess you could say. Lenmar's twentieth. Iowa City West is twenty one, and Iowa City High is twenty four. And of course, the top uh, top sixteen teams make the playoffs.
0: Okay. Limar did get his quarterback back. Austin Waller played last week, so that's one of the the significant injury injured guys that that's back. Uh no. No Buzinski yet. Buzinski, uh their their outstanding running back he's still out. Uh, I'm not sure what his status is for for their game on Friday night, but uh uh yeah, it's just been a really unfortunate season halfway with yeah with-
1: and, and Lindmar was playing really well this, this was the season that you know I thought Lindmar I thought Lindmar was going to be the best team in the metro uh coming into the season then they went started 2-0 and then um uh, you know the wheels kind of started falling off from an injury standpoint and uh um you know I, I hope hope they're able to get some of these guys back because uh this is a team with potential and uh uh, you know, two and three. I think they're probably still a favorite against a three and two Muscatine team at home. And it's a, it's a, it's a gotta win uh game for Linmar. Uh they're gonna have to find a way to uh contain that uh Ty Kozad from from Muscatine who's uh gone over 200 yards the last two weeks.
0: Now you all also um we should probably tell the folks you are working with the IHSAA on uh uh the IHSA decided this season. Um since they don't have RPIs in the smaller classes, uh, you know, to, to kind of get, uh, to kind of get things out there a little bit, two A through eight player, they're doing their own, um, polls with, uh, you are on the class a committee. Is that That's correct? Right. Yep. And-, and we met, uh,
1: son- last Sunday night. Uh, it's about a half hour a week deal. Um, three guys from, uh, from the association and then, uh, three, uh three of us mere mortals uh <laughs> are on the committee so um yeah and uh the uh, class a top five is exactly the same as the gazette top five so, how about it? how about that uh st. Ansgar Woodbury Central West Hancock Madrid ACGC one through five and then uh some minor uh differences after that but uh, nothing major and I guess it uh goes to show that uh, the Gazette guys know what they're doing
0: too. Don't tell anybody that. I know it. I know it. The bottom five, uh, Libville, Sully, Lisbon, the Wapsie Valley, Nashville, Plainfield, Lake Mills, in that order. Yeah. Um, I guess we can run through the rest of of what they have here. Eight player, uh, one through 10, Winfield Mount Unions at the top, and eight player over Gladbrook Runback, which really kind of surprises me a little bit because we've had G.R., uh, at number one all season though i guess winfield's got a couple of division yeah. players when you got well, a your team that's division one that's
1: that's tough right yeah and winfield's got two really good wins they've got uh they beat central city they beat waco that's uh you know i i would imagine that was probably the uh the tiebreaker uh with with that committee's uh you know the, the way they uh decided to go with it
0: Sure, sure. Bedford's in there at third. Uh, Cumberland, Anita Messina at four. Remsen, St. Mary's five. Don Bosco six. Central City seven. Lennox. Clarksville, and Waco round out the top ten in the A player class in Class One A. Grundy Centers that number one with Underwood, Iowa City, Regina, Denver, and Sumner Fredericksburg. Your top five, and we just mentioned, uh, you know, Sumner Fred beaten MFL Marmack. Uh, trainer, MFL Marmack, Pella Christian, Wilton, and Dyke New Hartford are five through ten – or six through ten, excuse me. There, and then in Class 2A, uh, Central Line, towards Little Rock at the top, uh, followed by Van Meter, West Lion, Monticello, and Western Christian. Those are your top five. Spirit Lake, Carol Kemper, Clarinda, Tipton, and Des Moines Christian uh, are six through ten. And I will tell you, our poll – I'm voting in our poll every week, Jeff – 2A is really becoming a, a booger butt, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Especially the
0: the bottom five.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's easy top three or four. Uh, I think we've got a, a really good upper cluster with the, the Lyon County schools and Van Meter and, and Western Christian. After that, it's tough. Uh, you know, the next pack is probably Monticello, you know, maybe Spirit Lake. Uh, you get to, get to seven or so and it gets, uh, it gets really tough and, uh, uh hopefully that kind of um starts to clarify itself here in the in the coming weeks i, th- I think 4a is the toughest one to to do yeah, uh sure. i think 5a is really tough after you get past three or four um but yeah uh 4a is just a beast with uh you know just one unbeaten team in gilbert a lot of one one and two lost teams and uh uh and, and more to come
0: and gilbert has not played um in my opinion, and I'm sure you'd back me up on this, it's not played the schedule that, um, you know, your other top teams in 4A probably have. Um, So, and, you know, I'm looking at the 4A, you know, scoreboard from last weekend. Um, I guess we didn't really have um, too much. Uh, Western Dubuque with a nice 35-23 win over. Uh, Waverly-Shell Rock, which has had an immensely difficult schedule um, to this point. Indianola survives Huxley-Ballard, ba- 30-27. Uh, you know, around here, Xavier rolled past Clinton, 42 nothing. Uh Decorah, 42 nothing over Mason City. Uh, big game, uh, Council Bluffs, Lewis Central beat Glenwood, a couple of top-10 ranked teams handily as well, 49-21. And bondurant Ferrar doubled up Newton, a couple of pretty good teams there, 42-21, so. Um. Yeah, it's 4 A's been just a beast uh, with with everyone beating each other, and uh that should make, make for a fun postseason, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: And uh, um, just just the the bracketing, you know, there's yeah. going to be some some really good first round games in that class uh, with, with just 16 teams, and the quarterfinals are going to be dynamite. But uh, you know, we we still have four weeks to go uh before we
0: uh they start to set those up now we did uh, our four downs hopefully you read that in the paper and online each week kind of ask four questions and uh uh you know we all give our respective opinions on them and I thought an interesting one Jeff was the offensive and defensive MVPs now that we've hit past the the halfway point in the season and um offensively I mean we've had some some great performances uh Grant Gloucester, the running back from Western Dubuque's been just unbelievably outstanding for the Bobcats. Uh, Lance McShane from McCoke Valley had what do you have? Uh, I think it was 310 yards and five touchdowns and ten carries Friday night. <laughs> that's in you know, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, defensively we've had some great performances as well. Um, you know, Tate Wood from Independence has been among the the state leaders and tackles all season. Had three He's got stri-
1: over twenty twice or three times this year.
0: Three times in a row. Yeah, he, he had a mere mortal eight or nine. I I can't remember the exact total last Friday. So maybe teams are starting to finally run away from it. I don't know. But uh, what 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 did you think? Um, you know, in that when that or what were your answers? I guess for for that question, offensive and defensive.
1: Oh uh, I, yeah, I went I went with exactly the the people you mentioned. I went with Glouster and I mentioned McShane and. And Tate Wood, too, on defense. Um, uh, we've got some good passers, too. Uh, Graham Beckman, um, Vinny uh, Gianforti Gianforti. from Kennedy. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, Regina's got some good offensive kids. So uh, there, there's a lot of answers. I'm not sure there are any wrong answers there. Um, just, uh, there's been some people that have really been putting up the yards and putting up the
0: points. What a performance it was. Um, something I'd never heard of last Friday night, like <laughs> Williamsburg beat South Tama, uh, 61 to six. Williamsburg had a 27 and nothing lead in that ball game without even having one play on offense. <laughs> now, can you explain to everyone how that happened? Uh, yeah, well,
1: no, I, I can't, but I can tell you how it happens. I, I can't imagine. I, it's one of those things you would have had to seem to believe. Uh, race Heitman from Williamsburg had a, 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 punt return for a touchdown, interception for a touchdown, interception for a touchdown, punt return for a touchdown. Uh, first four times he touches the ball. Uh, I think it was 4:53 into the game. All four of those touchdowns, twenty-seven, nothing, and uh, and Williamsburg hadn't uh, hadn't snapped the ball. That's that's incredible. <laughs> it really yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I, it's yeah. I, I'm sure something like that's never happened. No. Uh, how, how how could it? I mean, it's it just. Uh, yeah, you'd have to be there to and witness that to imagine something like that.
0: We finally had some weather games uh, last Friday night. We had some delays. uh, Games got underway, I think, that were suspended for a little while because of lightning and all that kind of stuff. And uh, the most – I don't know if egregious is the proper word, but uh, Northland and East Buchanan uh, just didn't get underway until, what, past 10 o'clock or so? And the game Um, – They started it.
1: They started and got through about a quarter – and then uh, Estelle just basically sat on top of Winthrop for three hours. Um, didn't start again. I think it was like 11.06 Jeez. p.m. I don't know what they did for a halftime. I think they took a short halftime. Uh, I think he got over at 12.54. And, uh, yeah, and uh, 41.14, uh, the Bucks won that one. Uh, Marion had a long delay. I don't think they started. I think they started two and a half hours late. uh, Up at Waterloo East won that one handily. Um, That same storm that went through Winthrop went through uh, West Delaware, went through Manchester later, and uh, they got through a half. It's 28 0. They just decided to call it. Call it good at at halftime. Uh, Macoada went home uh, on the wrong end of that. Um, Jessup and uh, Maco—I'm sorry, Jessup and West Marshall. You know, Jessup's along that uh, Highway 20 corridor too. Uh, they had a long, long, long delay. I think it was—I think it was two nothing at halftime. Ended up eight nothing. Jessup beat West Marshall. Uh, I we, think West Marshall's still winless.
0: Yes, yes, and they played kind of a very tough schedule, and and must yeah. be down a little bit, yeah. little bit what it happened but yeah we did, have, we did have two games on Monday night as well yeah uh, C- Central
1: yeah. City and um the other oh Union and uh, uh PCM. PCM so yeah. yeah um and I think those both of the outcomes or those were predictable. predictable uh got PCM. through, <laughs> got through our first. Weather, we got through our first weather weather night yeah so good. yeah uh, we needed the rain. We, uh, we could have used some of that down here. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we were kind of on pins and needles at, uh, at Kingston and, uh, got through it. Uh, they just decided to, to can the, uh, the freshman game, uh, after, after a delay and varsity game started around, I think about seven forty.
0: So that's good. Yeah. Um, Prairie Liberty, I think had a delay as well. Um, to theirs i don't think they got on the varsity got underway till well past the what 7 30 suggested starting time so
1: mm-hmm. but
0: you know uh got them in got them all in and yeah that's that's the most important thing so uh what should we do next let's uh you want to look ahead now um yeah i've got my uh, schedule looking
1: ahead for next week uh gonna be a good week in 5a um Uh, you know, the the two uh, top two teams there both have uh, top three teams all have uh really big challenges. I, I know Johnson's two and three, but uh, they're a really good two and three. Uh, they go to Southeast Polk, number one. Uh, Dowling goes to Ankeny Centennial, that's certainly not a gimme. And then uh, Bettendorf, we talked about Kennedy earlier. Bettendorf comes to Kingston Stadium to play Kennedy, and uh. It's going to be a really tough game for the Bulldogs, the way the way Kennedy's playing now. Uh, um, Ankeny's at Prairie. Cedar Falls is at PV. Joaquin Northwest is at Valley. So, yeah, there, there really aren't uh, too many dogs in, in Class 5A this week.
0: Are you going to be uh, – go, go ahead. Going? No, I was going to say, keep going. You got the schedule there. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Western Dubuque,
1: uh, they're our co-number one in 4A. Uh, they play another 4-1 at Marion. I know Western Dubuque will probably be a fairly substantial favorite in that, but Marion's playing well. And I, I think they've won seven of their last eight games going back to week seven of last year, talking about the Wolves. so They made
0: a run there. Um, yeah. yeah. Went to playoffs and got beat out on a, what, a tiebreaker with Washington, right? Because they lost yeah. to Washington. In early in the year so right. yeah Marion's been on a nice roll
1: yeah uh North Polk's at Ballard that'll be a good game North Scots at Xavier uh a top 10 battle in 4A that uh I don't think anybody in their right mind can say that that's not going to be the game that decides that district championship yep uh you know the other four teams are far 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 behind the the Lancers and the Saints there and uh I would say that's the best of 4A uh the games we just mentioned there uh 3a uh da, 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 davenport assumption mount vernon uh, that'll be a really good game uh first game on the new uh, on-campus facility at mount vernon so i think that's going to be a really good game uh algon is a clear lake uh solon benton community that's uh going to be a dandy uh you know that's a district of three Probably top 10 to top 12 teams with uh, with Solon and Benton Community. And, of course, Williamsburg sitting at number one. Uh, two-way, let's see. That, uh, Northwest Iowa District has another really good one, uh, Cherokee, which has kind of taken a couple knocks the last couple of weeks. Uh, now they get to go to West Lyon. So another toughie for for Cherokee um Des Moines Christian and Camper play that'll be a good one uh 1A let's see Underwood's at trainer that might be the best of the bunch there uh two really good southwest Iowa teams Regina's at West Branch and a game that uh you know certainly there'll be a lot of emotion there um on both sides I think West Branch beat uh Regina last year for the first time since 2005. So um, I think that'll be a good one. Sumner Frederick's, yeah. Sumner Fredericksburg's got Denver. Um, MFLs at Dyke and Hartford. Tele um, Christians at Sigourney, Toyota. Uh Class A games, just kind of zipping through the list. I really don't see. I think most of our top tens probably gonna get through this week unscathed in Class A. Um, Eight player, not a lot. Uh Winfield Mount Unions goes to Iowa Valley. Iowa Valley is uh what four and one, I think. So that'll be that could be a pretty pretty good challenge for the Wolves. But uh other than that, I don't uh I don't see a lot of resistance for a lot of the area or the uh top ten teams in eight player.
0: Man, Jeff, I look at that. We talked a little earlier about uh class one, A district three and and uh the four predominant schools. Of course yeah. they play they play each other this week. Denver and Sumner Fredericksburg are play at Denver and then uh MFL fresh off its first loss, uh, you know, has to go to Dyke New Hartford. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, that's it, uh
1: there's no time for for MFL to feel sorry yeah. for itself. And if if you got a district of six teams and the fifth best team in that district is Applington Parkinsburg, that's a pretty
0: good district. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that and that factors into to playoff seeding as well. Um. Yeah. You know, happening. Um, and,
1: and <laughs> right. Let's say you know the, the fourth best team coming out of that district is going to be really good. Absolutely. So if you're Regina or if you're Grundy Center, which are probably going to win their districts. How do you like the idea of that fourth place team out of that district coming to your place in the first round of the playoffs?
0: Yeah, not not well. <laughs> not well. So, yeah. Um, were you going to be on on Friday night here? I'm
1: going to be at Kingston. I get uh, I get Bettendorf from Kennedy. Looking forward to that. It'll be my first time seeing the Cougars. And I think that's going to be a whale of a game. Um, you know, Kennedy's got two losses, Bettendorf's undefeated, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. If that's uh, a close game coming down to the wire, I wouldn't be surprised if Kennedy wins that game.
0: I agree. Um, wanted to give a, a shout-out to Brian White, the Cougars coach, who hopped in the hopped in the old uh, family truckster after their game in Iowa City Friday night and drove with his wife and uh, two boys. Straight to State College, Pennsylvania to watch Max White, the uh, the other boy in the family who's a walk-on in Iowa. And because of all uh, the running back issues that I was at injury-wise, he got to dress for the Penn State game. So, uh, yeah, they drove overnight after the Friday night's games to, to head to State College and then had to sit in the rain and watch that stuff. So, uh, Did uh, did Schulte do that too? Yeah. Yep. Uh, apparently Dwayne and, uh, and Reggie also did the same thing to, to watch Quinn play. Um, he's the starting safety obviously for Iowa. So, and I asked, uh, I remember talking to Dwayne last year about it and he, he's like, I mean, it's, it's a no brainer. I mean, these are your kids living this dream. Uh, you're going to be there Yeah. as much as, you know, for every game, if you humanly possibly can do it. So, and, uh, Family, right? Jeff family. Yeah, that's, that's
1: yeah. fortunately talking. that was an eleven o'clock kickoff.
0: If uh, that's that. uh last year the Schultes drove to uh, oh man, I want to say Columbus, Ohio, when Iowa played Ohio State, and that was an eleven o'clock kick. Mm-hmm. Uh and if I remember what Dwayne said, they got there about an hour and a half before the game. <laughs> so drive overnight go straight to the stadium, <laughs> watch the game, and then check into a hotel, get maybe a couple hours of sleep and hit, hit the road then uh, Sunday morning and head back to Cedar Rapids. So, you yeah. know, that's I great get it. stuff. I
1: get Absolutely. it. The, kid, the kids get to do something like this once you, you gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get to go, I guess I should say. Yep. And, uh, uh, it's really neat so it's it's really cool that uh they get to continue following their kids
0: doing that absolutely um anything else that trips your trigger here jeff that we haven't uh
1: no we haven't had any uh,
0: kj without kj we
1: don't have any of the neat games that we games. that we had
0: last week which was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah uh,
1: so i'm uh i'm out of, i'm out of uh i'm out of wise words for the day um i
0: probably where are you prom- going to be
1: friday did you say where you're going to oh, be
0: um help me out here jeff i'm it's it's um my mind is slipping here um xavier are you going north scott and xavier yeah is kj yeah. doing
1: that
0: no nope, i got north scott and, and xavier it'll be my first uh first chance to get a look at at uh, at the xavier saints and that should be a good game it, it's always Always seems to be a good game between those those two schools. They always seem to meet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Every whether it's regular
0: season or the or the playoffs when everything's on the line. So yeah. Like you said, this will be an important game as far as uh, district winning and then correspondingly, you know, playoff seed and uh and you know, bracket. So
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, we it's
1: it's coming fast and it's coming really fast for two way on down. And uh we're going to have, I think, this week probably a lot of playoff races start to shake themselves out, or district races to shake themselves out, and I think we'll have a good number of teams clinch
0: playoff spots from two way on down this week. And again, we'll have RPI or from the IHSA to for official um, for the uh, for the bigger classes three a four a five a next week. So that'll It'll give be us good to have good them fun. do it instead of me this week. <laughs> uh, and we will have match game, I'm sure. When KJ returns next week, so I believe he's covering West and Jefferson tonight. So yeah, check check the Gazette later for uh, you know, game story on that. I think that's a seven thirty kick if I remember right. That yeah. gets an interesting game to me because I think West is West is better than maybe what its record indicates. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah, that that'll be a good game. And we'll, we'll see. We're gonna learn a lot about Jefferson tonight. Are they, you know? Win or lose, how do they bounce back from from their first loss? You know, are they competitive? We'll see. Um tonight, by the way, I am going to be at Lisbon uh handing off our uh, female athlete of the year award to, to Peyton Robinson, uh having a nice freshman campaign on the volleyball court right now for Wartburg College. And uh so we'll be doing that. Who's uh who's Lisbon playing? <laughs> I don't know somebody in the uh, Tri Rivers East Let's that they listen. should should whip. <laughs> I, it's either Marquette or Easton Valley.
0: I got you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that'll be a nice thing. Um, was fortunate enough to meet her in soft late in the softball season. Uh, she seemed like a nice kid. So uh, great kid,
1: great athlete, great really good uh,
0: good four sport athlete. You we like you. those. Absolutely, the more the merrier. So. All right, unless you want to talk about the Cubs. Uh, we tried to get our producer, Nathan Ford, to, to come on. and But he said uh, he'd probably go on for an hour. And Yeah, uh, don't I got it.
1: nothing to say. Um, you know, you tell me before the year that they're going to win 82 to 85 games. I think I would have taken that. Uh, they had a really nice stretch of uh, about a 60 or 70-game stretch there where they went from 10 games under 500 to 12 games over, and they played really, really well. and uh, bullpen's kind of caught up to them the last couple weeks and, uh, you know, it doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs at this point, but you never know. And, uh, what do you do? Still got a chance. Still got a chance. So if it happens, great. If not, that's, that's all right too.
0: Yeah. And, um, I don't know if we talked about, uh, Cedar Rapids Colonels gave the city a championship last yeah. week. Town. Um, pretty cool. Town, You know it. That's Sorry right. about that. You probably don't like the Packers, but. Anyway, I stole that from Green Bay, but that's fine. Uh, all right, let's uh let's sign it off for this week. Another edition of the Prep Huddle Prep Football Podcast, and uh, for Jeff and Jeff, thanks very much for listening. I'm going to let Jeff.
1: No, no, that's not my shtick. No, no, no?
0: no? okay, no. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just let it rest for a week. Okay, all right, fair enough. We'll uh, we'll have KJ back for our uh, customary closing uh thought but thanks for joining us folks uh supposed to be nice and warm friday night so get out to a football game support your favorite school and we will talk about uh, week six happenings next week at this time so thanks very much get a daily update from the gazette with our daily news podcast